We are live for episode 136 of the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Capazello, and here with me back again is Mr. Romaine Davis, FLB. We are going to die. Everybody, the precipice, it's here. The day has come. NBA opening tip-off is tonight. Hour hour and 15 minutes from now. Hour and 15 minutes, my friends, everybody. We are here to bring you a NBA Finals prediction show. We're going to give you our Western Conference Finals matchups and winners. We're going to give you our Eastern Conference Finals matchups and winners. And then we are going to tell you who we believe is going to be taking home the Larry O'Brien Trophy this upcoming year. We're going to talk about Clay Thompson, James Harden. The play-in uh, uh, tournament is a good the in-season tournament. We like it, not like it. Uh, play a couple of fun games towards the end. But before we get into all that, please, if you guys are watching this right now, give us a thumbs up, like it, uh, subscribe if you are new, share the content, and go um, go subscribe to uh, Romaine's channel, FLB. Link is in the description. Go follow us on, uh, on on social media. Links are in the description for our personals and the wise guys themselves. Try. I'll try to upload more. Um, I have not uploaded in like three weeks. <laughs> oh. Well, he did say that he's going to be uploading a Miami Heat video, so Miami Heat fans, Get pumped and excited tomorrow morning. Yes, Be tuned in for that. But before we get into the show, Romaine, how are you doing this fine Sunday evening? Sunday. <laughs> Tuesday evening, October 24th, 2023. I'm ready, man. I wish we were playing tonight, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Going to catch the Lakers game? I may not catch the Celtics one because I could honestly care less. I mean, I'm not the, the Suns Warriors because I, I could honestly I can honestly care less. About either one, but I'll probably just watch it just because. What but, time does it start? Um, Ten o'clock again, like usual. Yeah. Yeah, it's too I, late for the Easter Eastern guys, man. We yeah, I got late. work in the morning. I got work yeah. in the morning. Unless it's like a marquee matchup here, I don't care to stay up and uh, stay up for that. Yeah, that was my one problem uh, during the playoffs. It was a big issue was certain games were coming on, like the Nuggets and Suns and stuff were coming on at 10, 10 30 at night, and I was like, "Dude, it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs." Like you yeah, make it a whole day start- event, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you if you start the game at seven, um, EST for us, no, no, the no, game no, is starting no. for like four, five o'clock for them. Nine four o'clock. or five o'clock. I feel like nine p.m. is a fair time. Fair time. That's fair. Because you you want to make it a more extravagant event where it's kind of like baseball, where you make it like throughout the entire day. Like if you got four games in the playoffs in one day. And all of them are bunched up from like seven o'clock to ten thirty, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" That's just it's just too much for me, especially if there's no red zone. Like uh, NFL has red zone, and there's no red zone for NBA, so it's just it's more tough. But enough with all of that, Romaine. Let's dive right into it. Our finals prediction. Let's start with the West. Let's start with the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, we did our predictions episode for awards and then where we believe teams are going to end up. So now we're going to be giving you our Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals predictions. So remain out of the East, who you got meeting in the Eastern Conference Finals and who you got winning? The same guys that did the past three years, <laughs> the past two years. Two years. I've, I've been on I've been on record and I'll make sure of this be the other record. I said it. One of the Celtics of the Bucks aren't making it to the conference finals for a damn reason. And I have my money on the Bucks, not being being the ones not to make it. The other team, we already know who that gonna be. They've been there the past, they've been there three um three out of the last what four years. They've been there the past two, and they're gonna keep being there. The only thing that stopped every the only thing that stopped them has been injury. 
or a random offseason where you only have two months of rest after you just waited all the way to the NBA Finals. That's the only thing that stopped them. You can add Dame, you can have KD, add anybody you want. Y'all still gonna get beat. Heat Celtics. Okay, so you, so you, you got another matchup for the fourth time out of the last uh, five years now, would be five years now. Four out of the last five years, you have got the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat meeting in the Eastern Conference Finals in Romaine. I feel like we all know where you're going You're going to go with this. Who do you have advancing from the ECF going to the NBA Finals? The guys that keep losing to us, the only reason they won is because they injured Jimmy that one year. Again, we're back in it. Again, and not one more chance, one more ride. All right. I have a feeling that I have a f- people call us not well, not people, John. Um, say we're not a good regular season team. Just people that are constantly doubting us. But I got this strong feeling, this strong feeling in my bones that they're about to turn this league upside down. The people you think are at the top aren't really at the top. Yep. And I feel yep. like we're about to turn this shit. We're gonna turn we're gonna make this shit bloody too. Oh, headband hero. Headband hero. Exactly. Looking out for him. Headband hero. Exactly. I'm but um, so for me, I'll give you my Eastern Conference Finals matchup and winner. I too, along with you, I have the Miami Heat advancing to the ECF and going to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals this year. But again, actually, I should say, but I disagree with you on the Boston Celtics. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. I truly am buying in and believing in Damian. L- <clears throat> excuse me, Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo being this match made in heaven. I am truly believing into uh, in it. Uh, Chris Middleton as your third guy who's not coming off the knee injury anymore. He's a year removed now from the knee injury. I know he's a year older now, but now hopefully a little bit more fresher, not coming off the surgery and injury. Got a year removed from that. That's really good. And if Chris Middleton's your third guy, we know he's a guy who can go give you 25 20 a night, anywhere in between that. So that's beautiful right there. You got Brooke Lopez, who was uh, finished top three in uh, Defensive Player of the Year. He had a career year last year. You got Bobby Portis, a tough dude. He's 36, though. True. Um, but he had a career year last year, and he was 35. So we'll see about that. You got Bobby Portis, who I like to to picture as a championship guy. A championship guy. He's a guy that – a certain Can't guy like defense. that is you want somebody on that uh, uh, like that on your team. A guy like a Bobby Portis, a guy like a Patrick Beverly, a guy like a Pat Connington, uh, uh, people like that. Scrappers and guys who are just going to fight and, and, and get in your face and are versatile, right, and then knock down shots. you got players on that team. I know the head coach is a little worrisome as a rookie, but I think Giannis, I think Dame, match made in heaven. So I've got the Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat meeting up in the Eastern Conference Finals. And listen, it might be sacrilegious, Romaine. It truly might be. But I have the Milwaukee Bucks advancing to the NBA Finals in a close game seven, a dog fight, if you will. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat. If ending, this goes down to a game ending, seven, we're not losing. I hope you know that. If this goes to game I'm just seven, saying, we're not losing. I'm, listen, that's why I'm saying it's a seven-game series. So in a seven-game series, that game seven, it comes down to that. It kind of becomes more like the NFL where it's, a, it's, it not, it's not a single-game elimination, but you know what I mean. That is the do-or-die game as Romaine pulls out his change. Um, so I got the Milwaukee Bucks advancing over the Miami Heat in a close game set. And listen, it's the early predictions. I know I might be sacrilegious going against my own Miami Heat, but I am buying in. I really am into the Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo hype. I truly am. I really am. I, I'm buying into the hype for the regular season. I think they're going to struggle a little bit out the gate, or maybe they come out. But I feel like they're going to struggle a little bit out the gate. And then somewhere between game 20 
and game 20 to the rest of the season, they're just going to cook. But um yeah, I'm I'm not too much I'm not uh I feel like once you get into playoff once you get into playoff time, we're going to really see the wear and tear that's on Chris's legs. Um Brook only got a couple good years left in him. Dame is Dame has been people don't like to talk about Dame's been injury prone the past couple of years. Let's let's be real. Yes, we know he's sat out. He sat out cuz they asked him to for one of those years, but he's still been injury prone the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Let's make that clear. Giannis Giannis is the biggest wild card because if Dame is not on the floor, it's a if he is on the floor, Giannis becomes that much more effective. But also, he's always found a way to hurt himself going to playoff in somewhere in the playoffs every year too. Against us in 2020, he missed the last game. He missed the last game or the last two games. Um, 2021, he got hurt against the Hawks. Yep. And Chris Milton had to go nuclear to keep them in it. You yes. had to go toward the toe trade Young. Yes. 2022, I don't think he got injured 2022, actually. What yeah, I think he that? stayed healthy. The year they lost to the Celtics, the year Chris Milton got hurt. Okay, so yeah, Chris Milton got hurt. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. He still got hurt. He just got that was when that was when Drew. Yeah, that's when uh, Holiday was asked to be the second guy, and he literally came up smaller than you know. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, Giannis was bleeding. You know, Giannis got popped a couple times. He was bleeding. So even he. And then this year, and then less this past season, got hurt. The play style is a little reckless. You can't always count on him to always be available during later rounds in in the playoffs. So better, yeah. And Boston, Boston, for some reason, health has always been on their side. Other than like Robert Williams, their two main guys or their three main guys has just always been able to stay healthy, and they're young, so I that's why I had them over them. Like, yeah, you no, I, listen, I hear you. I'm I'm big on the Celtics too. Like I've said, the, those are the three teams right now um, to beat in the Eastern Conference, and I've always been massively uh, high on the Celtics. I believe they're going to be in there. This is a close race. It's a three team race, and it's a very close race in my opinion. And I, you're not getting any argument from me on the Miami Heat, so keep making your argument that, that you're, you're preaching to the choir. But let's move on to the Western Conference. Romain, who do you got meeting in the Western Conference Finals and who you got winning? I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I'm not going to lie. I got a, re- I got this, I got a remix of last year. I think yeah. the Lakers having a full offseason, adding Gabe, um, adding Torian Prince, adding um, Christian Wood. Um I- Another year with Hachimura, Austin Reeves showed you can show that he's gotten even better in FIBA and is coming in even better this year. Yep. Um, you can you can handle missing AD and LeBron for a couple games here and there with this team now, and they can still win a couple. Um, I do think the Lakers got, and I still think LeBron is still freaking LeBron. Um, so I do think the Lakers can definitely make it. And the Nuggets are just the Nuggets, bro. A bus of an offensive team, underrated defensively. Um, they people talk about they lot they losing depth with Bruce Brown and Jeff Green. You have Christian Braun coming in to fill in. Um, Je- um, you have Christian Braun, Kamchar, the new rookie that they just had that was going crazy in preseason. Mm. The team just knows how to develop. The team's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like that team, listen, going to that, this year. Go ahead. Going to this year, um, you have a team like Phoenix. You have a team like Golden State, which I, team like Phoenix and Golden State, which I really think are the only two other like. Com- competitors for those spots in the Western Conference right now, and they're injury prone and old. Yeah, listen, that, that that's the that is the the crux of the Western Conference. <sighs> so here's where I'm going. I got the Denver Nuggets. 
right, so I'm not. There's no craziness out here. All right, Denver Nuggets are going to be in the WCF once again. You got Jokic, the, um, the reigning uh, Finals MVP. You got Jamal Murray, who I'm a more believer in than a lot of other people, and I wear it with that. Wear that sure. I wear that fucking pridely because he is that goddamn dude. I like, I like Jamal. I just don't like putting number twos over proven number ones. Yeah, what proven number ones are we on? Like who? You have you have him as a top five point guard in the game right now. Top three, I think, don't you? Or top five? He's top five. I don't know about top three. Maybe. Dame, Steph, Luca, Ja, Trey. Like what? What are we okay, doing? Trey, definitely. I'm taking him over Trey. That's insane. 100%. What the fuck that is Trey done? What is Trey done? What's Trey done? He's made it to the ECF as a number as a number one. Oh, what's, what's Jamal done as a number one? What's Jamal done as a number one? He hasn't been able to show it, but I believe that he could be a number one just like Trey Young could be. That's the difference. Is you don't believe that, and other people don't believe that. I do believe that. I believe Jamal Murray could be a number one. I'm not saying he would be a Steph Curry number one, but you're telling me this man who did a freaking 30 point uh, and 10 assists, I believe, 50 49 in the Western Conference Finals, can't do what Trey Young did, who's one of the most inefficient players in the NBA. High turnover guy, one turns the ball over at, a, at an insane rate, leads the league in that. And he's the worst defender in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Guy. That guy. Of all, of all of the inefficiency you talk about and the turnovers, he still consistently leads a top 10 offense in the NBA every single year. And is literally by himself. The offense is he has no, around he him. has no set. Yes. And he's, he's the guy. How many, how you know, so you're telling me take Trey Young out and put you froze a little bit. So I don't know where you are. If you're still here with me, Romain, but take Trey Young out. And put Jamal Murray in that situation. I believe the second Jamal Murray player does he have on the roster that can take away any attention from him? Lagging in and out, Roman. I can't hear you. But I'm telling you right now. Okay, this is what I'm saying. If Trey Young, if you take Trey Young, take him out of that situation, you put Jamal Murray in that situation. I believe Jamal Murray could do what Trey Young did. That's it. That's all. And Roman is gone from us. He will be back soon. But moving on from that debate. I was, I was going through it. Romaine's back. He's loading up. There he is. Oh, my fault. What's Sorry. going on? Yeah, I was just yeah. saying, I don't I don't agree, but um, not a lot I don't of people agree. Do. Not a lot of people do. Um, but, do. you know, okay. we're never going to see because he's going to always be he's always going to always be in Denver. He's going to always be riding Jokic's coattails. Well, okay. See, that. that's again. See, again, you try to force this. You try to say this was a 1A, 1B type thing. And it is I never said close. that. That's not you, what I said. We can go back. To yeah. that podcast a month or two ago, That's you said, said with John one A one B. We have you on record saying that is a one A one B, and it is not nowhere close. I didn't say that. What I said was it could get to that point if they keep winning and he keeps doing what he's doing. You cannot deny Jamal Murray. If he does this, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Because his co-stars, because his co-stars, averaging 30, 13, and nine throughout an entire postseason. Co-star, wait, hold on one second. Hold on, time out, time out. Fourteen slip by you. If they go out and win, they're both stars. Yes, so his co-star. Wait, wait. If they go out, win the championship this year, then win the championship the year after. If they three-peat, and Jamal Murray does what he did this year, and maybe even steps it up a level as well. You're telling me you're going to still sit here 
and discredit him and say he cannot do that? I'm not going to discredit him, but I'm not going to say it's a 1A, 1B type thing. That's a 1 and 2. Because oh. the number one is averaging, the number one's averaging 30, 13, and 9. The offense is built around that number one. The reason why it's so easy for Jamal to take a step up is because the number one is producing to that level. Wait, but this is the point I made, though. This was the point I made, was I compared it to a possible, and I wasn't being sacrilegious when I say that, so everybody calm down real quick when I say this. Shaq and Kobe, okay? Before Kobe took that monster leap, it was not a 1A, 1B situation, right? We were talking about, well, we weren't because we weren't around then. We were little babies then. But they were talking that, listen, this there ain't even close. It's what they, we're talking about right now with Jamal. I'm just saying, if they go out 3P and he does 30-10 uh, with 50-40-90 again against these guys, you cannot keep sitting there denying this man that he can, wouldn't be able you to know go what's crazy? You know what's the crazy part of you saying that too? Is yeah. people still consider Kobe and Shaq a one and two. <laughs> People still consider Kobe and Shaq a one and two. So Maybe I consider the them a one A one B type thing. Yeah, I consider them one A. In the first, no, one. the first one was the first one was the first one was a clear one versus the role players on the team. It's not. A, it was not even a one A one B. But after after that, yes, I'll agree. It was a one A one B type thing with both of them. Actually, yeah, I'm still giving one A one B type thing. Yeah. Either freaking way, if it's a one A one type. But the, like, here's the thing, right? Jamal like, isn't producing the level of fucking Kobe Bryant right now. He really isn't. Let's be one thousand percent real with ourselves. Well, okay, here. okay, I, that's fair. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna sit here and be sacrilegious. And Jokic okay. is producing to the level of a Shaq. He is. That's what I'm saying. That's why I made that comparison. But, but I'm not gonna sit here and be sacrilegious. Okay. But I'm just saying, thirty and 10, 50, 49 er 40, 90 in a Western Conference Finals speaks for it. Did he average that? Huh? Did he average that? A 50, he averaged a 50, 40, 90. And I'm pretty sure he, sh he scored 30 points. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was 10 assists as well. You double check me on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm correct on that statement there. I am. Oh, trust me. I'm already on my way to doing Western it. Western conference final. Cause I don't think he averaged that much. I'm pretty sure that's what he did, but you know, we got to one team of uh, our playoff own. series. Oh, ugh, never mind. He, he didn't average tennis. Nowhere close. Five. 5.3. Apologies. That was in the uh, finals he did. He averaged, he, he, averaged he, he averaged 20. Yeah, he averaged 21 and 10 in the finals. Yes. All right, so apologies. What's crazy about that Lakers series? 40, 90, yeah. 32 and a half points, six and a half boards, five and a half assists, assists, and freaking close to three steals. I mean, but we're going to say... And in a sweep where goal. every single person on the roster was shooting out of their mind. It's not just... MP let, let me look at MPJ right now, because I'm pretty sure MPJ was shooting near 50% from three in that series. I want you to let people know, if you go look at... If the Nuggets get to play the Lakers every single series, they'll be the greatest team of all time. Because okay, the level they played to, to like, beat the Lakers in four is absolutely freaking wait, absurd. Romain, Romain, Romain. Minnesota, not Minnesota. Yeah, against Minnesota, 43% from three. Okay, against the Phoenix Suns, he shot 36 from three. That was his lowest. Then he shot 40, 40.5% against the Lakers, and then he shot 39% against us in the finals. So I'm just saying, you're not going to sit here and say, oh, he did that against the... Brandon, he, Brandon, Brandon. Everywhere else. No, 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 no. Brandon, he didn't Brandon, do Brandon, 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 Brandon. You're not going to sit here I'm and tell me here. that he didn't make clutch-ass and big-ass shots on his own, creating his own shot. Brandon, 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 Brandon. Two things. One, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you Jamal Murray isn't great. He's fantastic. Fantastic. He's just, he's a number two. That's what he is. He's a number two. And he's going to stay, as long as Jokic is on his team, he's going to stay a number two. But I don't want this discourse to become a a, a thing where... where, Let's be real here. 20 versus Minnesota and 27 versus Phoenix doesn't compare to him averaging near 33 against the fucking Lakers. Like we have to look at we have to look at the difference here in the level he played in different series. He was going freaking nuts. Yeah, but like he's still like okay, but like okay. Yeah, he averaged Expecting 30. Jamal to produce 33 expecting Jamal to produce 32 and a half is basically expecting Jimmy to replicate what he did against the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think, over multiple series. I think what's fair Let's, from Jamal Okay, Brandon, Murray, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Jimmy averaging 30 for a series is cool. 38 is nuts. That is nuts. Him yeah, averaging 26. Jamal averaging 26 for a series is fantastic. 32 for him is nuts. Wait, but I never said he was going to average 33. Okay. Uh, if, from, if you want to ask me what, what's fair this year, what did he average for the regular season last year? He averaged... 20 points. 20. He was coming half, off an injury. He wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing too great certain parts of the regular season. He was no, coming he off the injury. But he, and, and he was also, he finally had come back from the injury. So, again, coming off the terrible knee injury. Doing that in the playoffs. Now, what I expect from him this year is a jump. So anywhere from, I think, 25 points at least and six to seven assists on above 45, anywhere from 44 to 46% shooting from the field. And then obviously his regular from the free and and and, and three point line, which is you know very good. But know, let me get you know what's crazy. You know what's crazy. What's crazy? But you know, but you know what's crazy. What's He's crazy? still gonna be a number two because the number one guy on his team is averaging 30, 13, and nine. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I never said that though. I never said that though. I'm just saying we can't keep denying this, man. If they keep doing this now, Denver Nuggets Western Conference Finals for Brandon. The matchup I got. Going up against the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Call me crazy. Phoenix. Tell me I'm a loon. Say, Brandon, you have been bamboozled and hoodwinked for another time. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it again. The Los Angeles Clippers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals taking on the Denver Nuggets. I know what I saw. I know what I know. And you all know what we know. And we all know to be the truth. Okay? I expect a healthy season. We have not seen a healthy run except for the bubble, which admittedly all of them did not want to be there. Okay. We have not seen that run. I 1000% truly believe if obviously if, if, if is a fifth, we'd all be drunk. I get it. If my brother didn't have a twig and two berries, he'd be my sister. But if the Clippers are healthy, they match up. With the Denver Nuggets and any team in the Western Conference or NBA, any team, okay? Kawhi Leonard. Okay, okay, okay. Before you, before you, before you finish, before you finish, you say you say they match. You say they match up with the Denver Nuggets. They match up. Very you say well. they match. Yes. Up with the Denver Nuggets. Fully healthy, they match up very well with the Denver Nuggets. Who do they have the five? Zubak. Who do they have the five? Zubak. Hmm. Who do they have? Who do they? Who do they have the one? Harvenstein. Um, uh, at the one, uh, Russ right now. Very confident. Hardenstein is on the Knicks. Apologies. He was on He was on the uh, – I thought he was the backup uh, center. Okay. He's, they've got somebody now. I forgot who they picked up to, uh, to be the backup center. 
but Chewbacca is the main guy. So right now you're telling me you you okay? I know we're gonna go with this. You're gonna say stick either PG or Paul, PG or Kawhi and Jamal, right? P no, Russ will take. Kawhi. You're telling Russell me you're gonna take, look at Russell Kawhi's take, body. We'll take Jamal. And in, in late in late I'm game situations, probably PG will PG will maybe take him and Kawhi. No trade off. I want you to know so I rewatched that Phoenix Sun series. They Russ, the defensive plays he was making was purely off instincts. It was purely off instincts and a whole he was so late to a lot of these plays that he just got lucky into to a lot of the defensive plays. Playing against the Nuggets is going to screw him because you have to be you have to be disciplined to play that team. And he, mm-hmm. that's the one thing he is not. Mm-hmm. Him guarding that that yo kitchen Jamal pick and roll is going to screw if they meet is going to yeah. screw him. You're gonna have to put PG or Jamal on him. I mean that's PG. Just, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, listen, I, I'm not gonna sit here and uh, say like it would like man. Russ is gonna take him on. But Russ, this. if you put PG and Jamal on him, that means you are you are putting Kawhi or Paul George in a situation where they're gonna have to run around screens to guard either KCP. Or Michael Porter Jr. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Kawhi would probably guard. Uh, Kawhi would probably guard either, um, either um, 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 Porter, or uh, uh, who the fuck's that? Or Aaron Gordon. Probably. KCP. And then Kawhi or Aaron Gordon. Yeah, so who's probably... who's your fool? Who's gonna who's gonna guard? Who's gonna guard guard Aaron Gordon? Kawhi. I said Kawhi. Kawhi will either guard MPJ uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr. or he'll guard uh, Aaron Gordon. And then if they need Kawhi to step up because maybe PG or Russ is getting cooked, then he will step up. But they're not going to call upon that unless it's necessary, or he takes it upon himself. I would entertain. I would. I would entertain. I would entertain the thought of the Clippers if they got James Harden. But without James no. Harden, I'm not even no. looking there. No, 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 no. Because if James Harden comes aboard, you're lagging a little bit, man. If James Harden comes aboard, that's going to ruin the entire entire atmosphere of this team because James Harden plays a certain style and brand of basketball. And that is not inducive or conducive, whatever the fuck word you want to use to winning. It's not, we've seen it. Okay. And what are you going to have? To be 1000% fair to James, to be 1000% fair to James, every single superstar he's played with in the past, since he played with Russ and okay, since he played with Russ in Houston, every single one of them has had a career and efficiency with him there. And there's a reason why. A career year in efficiency? Yes. Okay. Every well, single yeah, one. Russ, yeah. career right, year in efficiency. Right, right. That, Russ, that, career in efficiency. Katie and Kyrie, career year. Um, that, career year. Uh, that, Joel Embiid, NBP, okay, career wait, year. Like, there's wait, a reason. Wait, 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 wait. That's fine and dandy. But you're not going to sit here and tell me, it, like, him doing his brand of basketball and Kawhi and Paul George is going to be standing around doing nothing. Like we're not doing that. James Harden coming to the Clippers is going to complete. There's a reason, they didn't do, but they why, didn't even do that. Oh, they wait, didn't even wait, do that type wait, of style wait, of basketball wait, in Philly, though. Wait, yes, they what? Oh, you didn't watch Philly the entire about, man. Because that was their whole game plan. That's why it was a James Harden, Joel Embiid pick and roll. Go ahead. James Harden, Joel Embiid pick and roll with Tyrese Maxey playing off Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris playing off closeouts. That's not James Harden isoing at the top constantly. It really isn't. Okay, but by what I mean by that brand of brand of basketball, I am including the pick and roll with Joel Embiid in that ISO situation. And again, I'm gonna say it again. Tobias Harris and Maxey just standing out at the three-point line is not the best use. Of those players, you're not getting the best out of Tyrese them because Maxie, that is not Tyrese what they Maxie specialized. Is. What? 
Well, Tyrese Maxey kind of is because he's shooting 40. Tyrese Maxey kind of is because he's shooting like 43% from three. Okay. He, he Yeah, but uh, he's... Tobias, so no. Saying, so what you're saying... Wait, wait. What you're saying is Tyrese Maxey is just a catch-and-shoot guy. That's it. No, he's not. But catch-and-shoot threes, best, playing off closeouts, and getting... A, and get... Huh? What's his best attribute? He's shooting ability now. His best attribute is 1,000% shooting his ability. Okay. Let's not... I know where you're going with his speed and ability to get to the rim. It's his shooting ability. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm, that's I'm his just, best I'm just saying he can create for himself. So that's what I'm saying is these guys aren't a... I don't know, catch and shoot specialist, uh, 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 Kyle Korver or a Ray Allen in his later years. Like that, that's not what those two guys are, Tobias and Maxi. So that's what I mean by yeah, this they're not one dimensional, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Tobias and Tyrese were, were catch and shoot guys, but they were also playing off closeouts. You're not expecting a Ray Allen in Boston and Miami or Kyle Korver to ever play off a closeout in their life. Those aren't the things they do, but they, they have more to their offensive game. So Tobias taking off the dribble, playing off closeouts, getting to the mid-range, getting to his areas. That um, never happened, though. Def- yeah, bro, I watched- That's how they... No, I watched the playoffs. Okay, I watched the playoffs. That rarely ever happened. It was majority. James Harden... Do you want to know why that rarely really ever happened? You know why that, that rarely ever happened? Because Embiid didn't play two games. Didn't play two games. In in the second um in the second round one when he came back they were trying to force feed him the damn ball because they didn't have a big but because they didn't think Al Horford could handle him and it just didn't work work out that way but it wasn't James Harden spamming ISOs at the top okay but it, right. agree to disagree I don't want James Harden in a Los Angeles Clippers uniform he's not going to help that team win. He's not going to make that team. And there's no argument for you to make to say that James Harden is going to make that team better in terms of in terms of attitude, in terms of environment, and in terms of just style of play and making that team a better basketball. Nothing about James Harden improves that fucking team. Because you want to know something why? You want to know why? No, they need, Bayless, a, they, on, they, on, they need a playmaker. On, and they need- hold on, hold on, hold on. And Skip Bayless has been making a great point, and I'm about to steal one of his lines. James Harden oh my God. has loser intangibles. That's James Harden. At his absolute best, that's James Harden. He's got loser intangibles. So I'm not going to take him and put him in a a Los Angeles environment with the Clippers, with Russell Westbrook as well. No way, no how is that going to work. No. So my pick, again, is the Denver Nuggets taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. I'll agree with you on one of them. The other one, you're drunk as shit. Yeah, we'll see. If they're healthy, they're going to see that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and in the NBA Finals, <laughs> if. in the NBA Finals, I have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. And Los Angeles Clippers winning the damn thing. Obviously, all predicated on health. That's all I'm saying. Personal bias. Part, personal, I feel this, but also personal bias. I just want to rematch in the, uh, last year, but with Tyler this time, just to really see what would happen. Because I see a lot of – because it was a five-game series, and you could painfully see just how bad the Heat needed a guy that could take the pressure off Jimmy as a scorer a little bit and work in the pick-and-roll with Bam, get him some extra shot, get some easier looks instead of him, like, settling for mid-range jumpers all the damn time and literally trying his hardest just to get his buckets. We needed him. We needed him bad. and he did, But just – I just want to NBA – I just want to redo that series with Tyler in, in the lineup, especially a better Tyler because he looks a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. So I just want that, and that's why that's why I'm saying that's going to be the replay. And I'm guessing you have the Miami Heat taking out uh, the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Oh, with Tyler healthy, um, 
I'm gonna ride with my boys. Hell yeah. You're gonna ride with your boys. Listen, you're gonna go down with the ship, you can go on the ship, and everybody can respect that and then handle that. So let's move on <clears throat> to Mr. James Harden. We were just talking about earlier. Where is James Harden going to end up? Because obviously things are not looking good right now. I want to give a first out prayers to his mother. Hope she is doing well. Hope they're doing all well. This is obviously nothing to do with that situation. We wish them all the best in, in, in that. Um so prayers up for James Harden and his uh, mother and his family and friends wishing uh, sending good thoughts and, and prayers and vibes out to you guys. But in terms of James Harden on the court, where is he going to end up? Because staying in, lot... he's, staying in, he's staying in Philly. You think he's staying in Philly? You think that's repairable? Derek, Derek, I think there's a bunch. It's not about it being repairable. It's the fact that he wants his money. He's gonna he if he sits out, he's not gonna get paid, and he obviously wants to get freaking paid. And Darren Moore is not gonna sit here and take any lower offer than what he's asking for. And the Clippers aren't willing to sell out any sell out. Um, if Terrence one, they're stupid. If Terrence oh, no. Mann, if that, that, thank you. You reminded me. You just reminded me, Romain. Thank you. A point I was gonna make. The reason why he's not going to the Los Angeles Clippers. The whole trade package is basically bent on. Terrence Mann. The Clippers don't want to get rid of Terrence Mann. Why do you think that is? Why is Terrence Mann the guy? Why is Terrence Mann the guy? You want to know why? Because they are not trading in good faith. They're not doing business with the Sixers in good faith. You want to know why? Because they don't actually want James Harden on their team. Go ahead. Okay. I disagree with that, but the the fact of the matter is is in the same realm of the Bradley Beal, even though Bradley Beal had no trade clause, in the same realm of the price is very low, and the Clippers want to get him for as little as possible, and they don't want to give up on their key role pit role um rotational pieces. Even though Transman is a twenty seven year old that they're treating like he's twenty two and about to break out, but um they don't want to give up one of their key rotational guys for him, which is which is fine, I guess. And there I don't see really any other team or any other contender. Enders, that's gonna really that need that that, would, that could benefit from having James Harden. That's gonna be willing to throw out like shit for him right now. I feel it. So this is a team that I've had my eye on, and it's not like you know this fit that like oh here we go. Unless it's like the, unless the Lakers come in, unless the Lakers come in and do some stupid shit. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they, I think LeBron and them learned their uh, lesson with the Russell Westbrook experiment, and they're not going after. Yeah, but you, they wouldn't need, they wouldn't need to trade. They wouldn't need. They, James Harden's price is so low right now. They wouldn't need to trade Kuz. All this, all you need to do. Oh, is no, 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 no. I meant. High. I just meant in terms of bringing in a guy that's just not gonna fit. Um, and I think they learned their lesson with the Russell Westbrook experiment. Um, but in terms of James Harden, this is the team that I've had my eyes on. Uh, just no, but the the thing. It's a fundamental difference between James and Russ, though, because Russ, from the beginning, everybody just didn't fit with that roster. He had all secondary ball handler when he's needs to be a number one ball handler for teams to be successful sometimes. James is James is, I mean, is a far better playmaker, far better shooter. Yeah, Romain, you're uh, lagging in and out uh, for us. I don't know if you can hear me, but you're lagging in and out. Um, uh, but for me, the team that I have been eyeballing for James Harden to go to is um, is the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, and the reason I say that, not that I think they're gonna, he's gonna make this team a contender or anything like that, but the reason I say that is because you got James on an expiring deal, obviously, right? And disgruntled player. You've got Tobias Harris on an expiring deal. Not much about disgruntled, but he probably isn't gonna want to be there after this year. 
you don't want to lose those two players um, for nothing in, in, in my eyes. So you go to the New Orleans Pelicans and you go try and say, will you take James Harden and Tobias Harris for Brandon Ingram and maybe whatever else you, you can get from the picture or something else, whatever the case that may be. Because Brandon Ingram is also on an expiring deal. And I feel like I'm pretty sure I read reports where he doesn't, he's not going to be resigning with the New Orleans Pelicans at season's end. So it kind of helps uh, make things uh, fair evenly there. You get Tobias and James into New Orleans and you got a team of James Harden, CJ McCollum, Zion, and uh, Tobias maybe coming off the bench or playing the three. And then you've got the Philadelphia 76ers with a CJ, uh, not CJ, uh, a Philadelphia 76ers with uh, a Tyrese Maxey, a Brandon Ingram, and a Joel Embiid with Nick Nurse as the head coach. I think that maybe makes everybody uh, uh, pretty pretty happy uh, at the end of the day. So that's where I say uh, James Harden should go uh, for the New Orleans uh, uh, Pelicans. Sorry, uh, Romain, you've been lagging uh, in and out. I don't know if you caught all that, if you were trying to talk in between that, but uh, you're still lag. You're still lagging now. If you if you can hear me, you're still lagging now. I hear you. The 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 yeah. Everything's uh, cutting in and out for you. All right. Let's see. Oh, okay. So Romain's gonna be right back for us, um, but. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Sorry for the technical difficulties the last two episodes with Adrian and Romain. Um, we're going to try and get those things uh, situated and fixed out. But let me know what you think of the New Orleans Pelicans. James Harden to the New Orleans Pelicans. I just feel like it's kind of a fair thing where you go Brandon Ingram for James Harden, Tobias Harris, and maybe you add a couple of picks and, and certain things like that to help uh, even out the trade and whatnot. So that that is where I would go with uh, James Harden is the best bet. I don't know if – um. Obviously, don't know if the Pelicans are going to be interested in James Harden. I don't know if he would want to go to the New Orleans Pelicans because they've got their own issues down there. But that's where uh, that's where I've got the uh, uh, James Harden kind of ending up because I don't know how this is going to work out in, in Philadelphia. I really don't. I know I had a, a talk with Hawk a couple of weeks ago. Uh, shout out Hawk Hoops. Uh, go follow him and go subscribe to him on social media and uh, YouTube. But um, I I uh, I just and here is Romain. He's going to try and make it back. Let's hope everything's fixed. Yo, yo, we good? what's going on, man? Good? We're good. Uh, looks to be good now. Looks to be good now. Yeah, I was uh, well, I was about to say, do you think, I mean, right now, Brandon is still like, oh, I think he's 20. Do you think, even if he's an inspiring deal, do you think that's the best, James is the best they can do for Brandon right now? Because I, I can think of a couple teams that can throw a little bit more, oh, especially the if they can get a, they can, they can get a, yeah, if they can get, um, if they can get, um, if they can, a team can get Brandon to say, yeah, re if you trade for me, I'll resign with you. I think there's a, there's, they can get a little bit more somewhere else for him than just James. Yeah. Well, no, it James wouldn't be Tobias just for CJ. Oh, yeah. J James and Tobias for CJ. Yeah, I think they can get something else, something else, something better than that. Well, I don't think especially, they would want to give up uh, CJ. Yeah, I, especially for James and even if Brandon's expiring, James and an expiring deal. Yeah, I don't really see the, Pel I don't see the Pelicans wanting that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Listen, uh, like especially said, with all the drama they already have to deal with Zion. Like, exactly. They don't need James yeah. Harden drama too. Yeah, I touched on that uh, when you were uh, coming in and out. Uh, yeah, because the the Pelicans got their own shit that they've uh, they've got going on down there. So I, again, like I don't know if James even would want to go there. Uh, I don't know if Ingram would want to go to the Sixers. I don't know what they would want for Brandon Ingram. I, I'm just throwing it out there that I feel like this is kind of you know expiring deals matching up disgruntled disgruntled guys don't want to resign maybe you swap and, and uh, a new change of scenery helps out with those guys but that that's all i was just throwing out there for uh for those guys because other than that 
I really don't know if I see a situation for James Harden because obviously he wants to contend for a championship and he wants to get paid, right? I feel like getting paid is probably number one priority for James Harden then contend for a championship. So, like, I, I just don't know where he goes from here now because uh, I really don't think the Clippers are are, are trading with, uh, with good faith. I just really don't think they actually want him. There's a reason why Terrence Mann is the sticking point. Hint, hint, wink, wink, cough, cough. He, they don't actually want him. Uh, maybe the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you know, make a trade for him. I, I don't know. You know, throw certain teams out like that that, that could uh, maybe help uh, use a guy like James Harden. But yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm at a loss of words a little bit with James Harden because I just I don't know how he stays in Philadelphia with all the bullshit that's gone on, and I don't know I don't see another place for him to go. So that's where I'm kind of kind of at right now. For me, with for me with it, it's just logically, I don't see a lot of teams in the like. I'm looking down the long list of teams. You have maybe Atlanta, um, trying to find another backcourt pair with Trey Young to try and get something going there. Um, That'd be a terrible match. <laughs> I, I'm never gonna say anything's a terrible match because I thought James Harden and Russell Westbrook would have been a terrible match, and they worked really well until Russ got hurt before the playoffs. So not really. I'm not really gonna say any because. For some, there's for all James's flaw, he flaws, and people talk about his ISO game and not being able to play with other ball handlers. He's done it well, and he's always somehow always found a way to mesh and be very portable. He's always found a way to always he's always found a way to at least make his game mesh with the other star that's there, or at least make somewhere make each other the better, which is which is fine by him. So. I just don't see a team that's gonna be willing to give up much more that would sweeten the deal outside of the Clippers for him. Um, That would make it make sense for Philly. Um, And as of right now, we know the Clippers are sticking on their whole thing here. And I don't think they're going to budge unless it's trade deadline. They're like, you know, screw it. But yes, I don't, one, I don't think he's going to get traded until the trade deadline. And two, I just, I just don't, if they, I would bank on him being in Philly 60% versus 40% getting traded. Yeah, that that that's completely fair. And listen, I, I you know, uh, Rachel Nichols brought up a good point earlier this there. I know she's a controversial figure, but she brought up a good point earlier this morning. Oh, uh, really? About well, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying maybe not with you, but in just in, in general with people. Um, she she brought up a good point of Ben Simmons when he was you know dealing with his stuff with Philadelphia. He racked up 19 million dollars in fines for not playing. So. Could we see the similar thing with James Harden? I don't know, but uh, it's, at it's some good. point, when you have multiple players doing that, the Phillies front office and, and the team, you have to start questioning, like, what's the actual problem over there? Because there shouldn't be multiple different guys doing this to y'all. Like, I get it, Ben. Ben Ben had his behavioral issues before this, um, but then you have player. I mean, it's a different front office. Elton Brand, Sam Hinkie's gone, so like, you can't even use Drew or Andre's view of that team. Um, but yeah, I just don't, you know what? Perfect. Perfect. would look at it. There's no way you can have a player like Jimmy that had a problem with the franchise that the moment he leaves, he's successful as hell. There's no reason a player like James has been successful everywhere he's went. Let's be real. And then come here and then it's a whole new problem. There's no reason why someone like Ben had those crazy seasons. And then, um, and then you get into the playoffs that happens. Your coach throws him under the bus, whatever internally happens, and then he does that. There's no – things continuously happening to that franchise, and then we we all 
put always put on the players. At some point, you got to look inwardly and just be like, what's going on behind closed doors that's making some of this happen for them specifically? And I do think that's a problem with them. Well, that is a problem. And let's get on to another problem me and you are going to solve here uh, right now. Over, under, total wins for the NBA season and the teams included. So let's start from the tippy top. The Boston Celtics over, under, 54 and a half games, Romain. Over. I agree with you. I I, I, I think they I think they can be I think they can get to sixty wins. I think that there is a good chance that they can get to sixty. Uh next up we got the Milwaukee Bucks, fifty three and a half over under. Over. Over for Milwaukee as well. I think that they're gonna uh bring the storm there. I don't know if they get to sixty, but definitely be close. Uh next up the reigning defending uh NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets, fifty two and a half. It all depends. Is Jokic is in another conversation, and they bring up his race again, and then he decides to quit playing basketball for like a month. I don't. If that's the if that's the case, then under. But if it's just a regular, regular, perfectly fine season, he's playing great. Everybody playing great. Over. Yeah, I think they're going to get over, and I I think we're in agreement that they're probably going to be the number one seed in the Western Conference. So definitely hit the over there. Phoenix Suns fifty two and a half. Same with the Nuggets. I'm gonna go either right at or a little bit under. Hmm. It's going to be close. It's a tough call because now we're getting into the teams that can deal with the injuries. 52 and a half. I'm going to, I'm going to actually say they're going to go over, but it's going to, I'm like you, I think it's going to be close. They're going to be anywhere from 53 to 54 win team, somewhere around there. I say, uh, 50, next, I say 50, maybe 51. That's, that, that's also fair too. Next up, the Cleveland Cavaliers at 50 and a half. They overed that last year and they got, I, I would think one, they got one, one game, right? They 51, I think. No, 50, 51. I thought they won 53. I'll check. Or is it 52 and 30? I'll go check it right now. It may be one, actually. I may be tripping. Nah, I can't pull it up for you that fast. So that's my bad. Um, I failed you, Romain, there. Uh, No, I'm going to hit the over on there. I think that they're a team that cares a lot more about the regular season than a lot of other teams. I think they actually have. Yeah, yeah, no, they were 51. You were right. They were 51 and 31. Over, over, over. I'm going to hit the over there. Um, Next up, I got the Philadelphia 76ers at 47 and a half. Under. You're you're going under. Um, I'm saying. I'm gonna go over, but I'm gonna say like 48. You won't. You're never gonna catch me dead. One, I wouldn't bet one, on it. I wouldn't one, bet one, on it. One, one with if there's a disgruntled James Harden's playing and he's sabotaging them way under. If he gets traded and yeah. is, you'll never catch me dead believing in a Joel Embiid led team by himself. Hella under. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up, we got the the Golden State Warriors, 47 and a half. Not going to lie, that seems like a perfect spot for him. But I'm going to say 47 and a half. Yes, sir. Over to 48. <laughs> over yeah, to 48. I'm, I'm with you there. I think it's going to be pretty close. Um, I think that they can get to 50. Um, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over the there. The thing with saying that these teams are going to get to – a lot of these teams are going to get to 50 is that the league is so talented now that any team can beat you on any given night. So yeah. the records are going to look a little – you're going to look at certain teams and you'll be like, damn, you, that team's that good, but didn't win 50, 60 games. Yeah. And you're going to have to realize, like, yeah, because for some reason, the United Pacers on certain nights are just really good. I, I just think that the Golden State Warriors, they're going to be great at home. Um, I just think that they're going to be much improved on the road. So, uh, you know, they're going to win a lot more. I don't think we're going to be. They're going to have, a, hopefully, they have, and hopefully, 
yeah, hopefully they have Andrew for a full. Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say over to fifty. You 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 convinced me there a little bit. You convinced <laughs> it's me. It's not about bit. how bad they were on the road, Roman. <laughs> no, I didn't forget how I forgot they didn't have I didn't forgot they didn't have wigs for half the year yep. or more than half the year. Yeah, Mr. Wiggins back. Uh next up we got the Los Angeles Lakers at 46 and a half. Over. <laughs> over. Yeah, I'm hitting the over too. Uh here's another fun one. Over under 65 games for Anthony and Davis played. Mm. I've under. I'm not gonna lie. I've. I'm not gonna. I, he's. He's in his thirties. I'm not. I'm not gonna start counting on his health now. I think he actually gets to sixty as max. I think sixty can be as max this year. But it's gonna. It. I mean, it's gonna be close. I know Stephen A. and uh, Shannon Sharp have a bet on it, and Stephen A. keeps saying you're, you're gonna. You're gonna lose that bet by Valentine's Day, buddy. You're gonna lose that bet by Valentine's Day. And then listen, he's. The, the odds are in his favor, right? Um, next up, we've got the Los Angeles Clippers at 45 and a half. You know where I'm going. I'm going over. Let's skip this. You already know you what want I'm over. You know it's over. You know it's over. I'm not over. Uh, next up, we've got the Memphis Grizzlies, 45 and a half. I'm going under. Uh, the problem is, is that they've always done well even without Jaw. Yeah, but they now but they got no also- Steven Adams. Yeah, and they don't have Tyus Jones anymore. Yeah, under. And Brandon Clark. Oh, yeah. Oh, hella under. Never mind. Yeah, they're going under. I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. You're missing Ja for 25, Brandon Clark for probably half the season, maybe. And when he comes back, he's not going to be really anything. And Steve Xavier Madden, Tillman as your five. Yep. Xavier Tillman as your full time five. And if he gets hurt, a lot of people Jaron are saying, Jr. A lot of people are singing that guy's praises. Yo, this guy's locking Anthony Davis up. Xavier man. Tillman? Yeah, but I mean, Xavier Tillman is good. He's not starting entire season starting five good. Um, next up, we've got the New York Knicks at 45 and a half. I'm going to give them the over. Uh, they are another team like Cleveland. They care a lot about the regular season. They're going to be tough. Tom, uh, Fibs is, is that guy. They're going to have the guys fighting. So 45 and a half over. I don't the think they get to 50. The, the problem is that a lot of the lower seeds in the East got a lot better too. And they got, they got to the 50s by beating up on a lot of those teams. I'm going to say – I think they're going to be, like, relatively the same, like 47 wins like last year, somewhere around there. I don't think they get to 50, but, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. I'm going to be that guy. Fuck the Knicks. Under. Next, hey, listen, I'm right there with you. Orange and blue skies. Uh, next up, we've got our team, the Miami Heat, at 44 and a half. I'm smashing the over. I'm going to say – this is going to take a while. I'm going to say this right now. The reason y'all motherfuckers got away with the fact that they're not a – Muted yourself, Roman. You unplugged your own mic when you're about to go in. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. You can't hear you yet. You can't hear you. We can't hear you, Roman. You know, what'd you do? Did you click the button by accident? Nope. Nothing's pressed over here. You're good over here. How about now? You're good now. All right, go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. The reason why y'all got away with the fact that this team wasn't a 50-win team for three out of the – for the last four – since Jimmy's been here. The first year, it was a mess year. Tyler's new. Tyler's new. Kendrick was full – Kendrick Nunn was our starting shooting guard. Let's get that for real. Kelly Olynyk was getting minutes on this. You know Kelly's pretty good. I would love that Kelly right now, to be honest. Um, 
So you got away with it that, and then the bubble happened. So you got away with that, them not being a 50 win that team that year. Then we had two months of freaking rest, went to the next season, injured all over the place. You got away with it that year. The one full year we had PJ Kyle fully healthy, team was rocking. They were a 53 win team. That's the one year they, I'm pretty sure that's the one year they weren't in the top five for most injured team. In the, I think they probably still were, but I don't, I'm going to say that I'm going to say they weren't, but I think they were either way. That was the one year they weren't a top five, most injured team in the NBA. And they got to 53 wins. And then I think they were still somewhere in the top 10. And then last year, they were the number three, most injured team in the NBA. And out of the top seven, they were the only ones to make the playoffs. They got healthy during the playoff. We lost Tyler, but they got mostly healthy outside of Tyler for the playoffs. And, J- and Jimmy got hurt too. And they destroyed you, motherfuckers. They stay healthy this year. They're a 50 win team. That's all I got to say. That's all he's got to say about that. And I'm, I'm right. There. Over. Over. O V E R. Over. Over. Um, Listen, I, I'm right there with you. I believe in Eric Spolstra. Um, I believe in Jimmy, Himmy, Himothy. I believe in Bam. And I'm starting to believe a little bit in this guy named, uh, you know, nickname Headband Hero. Uh, everybody, start remembering this is the anthem, Roman, for the Miami Heat. If Mr. Tyler Hero, Headband Hero, starts to perform at the level we all expect him and he expects himself to show up at, the, 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 the anthem is going to be Hero by a band named Skillet. From 2009, 2010, I need a hero. Just saying. Next up, we've got the Sacramento Kings at 44 and a half over and over under. Look, the Sacramento was one of the healthiest teams in the NBA last year. And they had one of the best offenses in the league last year. That one of the worst defenses. With all that being said, I don't believe they're going to replicate a lot of the success they had last year. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. They were at 48. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if they're a playing team. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Listen, we talked about it last uh, last week and and that's where I was riding with it and you know, I actually had a Hawks uh Hawk from uh, Hawks Hoops shout out him uh, on the channel a couple weeks ago and we talked about the Kings and I posted a video about uh, the the video about the segment about it where we talked about it. And I got a couple of you know, little haters, little haters in the comments saying, "Bruh, yo, what are you doing? The Kings are going better." Listen, some respect to the Kings. I just feel like the West is back, and they're going to take a little bit of a step back, a regression. And I've got them finishing forty four and a half. They got to forty eight last year. I'm gonna hit forty two. Th- yeah, I'm gonna hit the under. I think that they get to forty four wins. Actually, I think that they get to forty four. Um, next up, we've got the Minnesota Timberwolves, 44 and a half. I'm smashing the under. I'm smashing the over on that one. They got I'm 42 last year. Yeah, and that's with Cat out for majority this season. I'm smashing. That's with Cat. That's with Cat out That's with Cat out for majority this season, and them having and they having um D'Angelo Russell as their starting point guard for half the year. Let me ask you a question. You believe in Cat? Hmm. You believe in as Kat? a number two, as an as a number two next to Anthony? Yes. In general, in general, you believe in him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just said. I just want to know. I just want to know. Um, next up, we got the New Orleans Pelicans, forty-four and a half over under. 
They finished 42 Orleans, last year. Like Kings, 42 and 40. I don't trust Johnny Zion to be healthy for the full year under. I think they get to 45, so I'm going to hit the over, but slightly I wouldn't bank on anything there. Oklahoma City Thunder team, mad people are high on 44 and a half over under. They finished 40 and 42 last year at the 10th seed. Over. They have to. To justify the hype, they have to get over 45. They have to get 45. To justify they, they got to get to 45. Y'all about to say this right now. Y'all okay see apologists out there. Y'all better hope and pray. I don't want to hear this team makes the play-in and we all throw them a goddamn fucking parade. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I'm done with the Shea Gilders top 10. That man should not be named or mentioned in that conversation ever again if they don't make the playoffs. Play off. He's still going to be named. He's still going to be named in those. I don't care. I'm calling them all out then, like I did this year. So y'all better hope the Oklahoma City Thunder make the playoffs, not the play in, playoffs. Next up, we've got the Dallas Mavericks at 43 and a half over under. Under. Wow. Um, I don't believe in Dallas at all. Again, I'm going to go over, but I'm going to say 44 or 45 wins. I'm not going to go massively over. Um, they might finish 43. It's it's not something I'm massively high on. Next up, we've got the Atlanta Hawks going down a little bit at 41 and a half. We, we got that. They finished. I'm not going to lie. The Hawks used to be boring in mid. They're not just boring. They're not mid anymore. I love the offense that Quinn Schneider's implemented for them. I love Jalen Johnson. I love Jalen Johnson. I think they got Nicky Okongu on a freaking steal, sixty-two mil, especially mm-hmm. for a young guy like that. Getting where I think it's a it's an addition by subtraction getting rid of freaking John Collins. I'm a I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go. I think they've I think they get back to the playoffs this year. Yeah, I had them. I had them. Uh, I forget exactly where I had them finish, but I'm gonna say over. I think that they. I get mean, back. I think they get. I think they firmly get back to the playoffs this year. Not a play-in team. They were in the playoffs last year. Um, I think that they get to 43, 42 wins, something around there. Uh, Atlanta Hawks over 41 and a half. Next up, we've got the Indiana Pacers at 38 and a half. A lot of people high on them. Over Indian, I love them. I'm going to say over because I think they can get to – I think they can get to 500. Okay. They can get to 41, 41. Um, I'm going to say over. I think that I think I'm going to agree with you. I think they get to 41, 40 wins. Um, next up, we've got the Brooklyn Nets at 37 and a half. Under. <laughs> Uh, they finished 45 and 37 last year, but I'm pretty listen, sure if I'm not listen. mistaken, after that trade, they there was I I forget the record they have after the trade. Um, it was uh, the Mikhail Mik- Mik- Bridges led offense was 29 out of 30. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna say, you know, I think that they can get to 38 wins. So I'm gonna say 38 for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, slightly over. Chicago listen, Bulls- if, we, if if we're saying if we're saying the Celtics and the Bucks are gonna have are gonna be 60 win teams. And like the Heat are gonna win fifty games, and the Knicks are gonna win like forty seven. Some teams got some teams gotta lose a good amount of games, and I feel like they're gonna. I'll take. You know what? Brooklyn Nets under thirty seven and a half. Next up, we've got the Chicago Bulls at thirty seven and a half. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here! (laughs) (laughs) You want it? (laughs) They doubled down on. They doubled down and extended Vooch. Like, no, get the fuck out of here! Under. (laughs) That's the big three. What you talking about? Didn't they re-sign Kobe White? 
I like Kobe White actually. I do like him. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Under. Maybe I, maybe I fell on this phone. This is another year of Patrick Williams having to sit there, be a lottery pick, and have to sit there and be the fourth guy in the offensive pecking order. Behind Zach Levine, Demar, and Vooch. Vucevic. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Big Vooch. Um, he's going under. I think they're going to be right around 37 and a half. So I'll be safe and, and, and bet the under. Another team that a lot of people are high on, young team, a team that I tweeted about, Mr. Jonathan, about the Orlando Magic at 37 and a half. They finished mm. 34 and 48 last year. So can they do four I, games? I think they could, they're going to be a playing team. But I, the thing is, I think the play-in is going to kind of be a little bit sucky this mm-hmm. year simply because I feel like the top dogs in these contracts is going to beat the shit out of the lower teams. Yeah. The top five, top six teams are going to beat the shit out of them lower ones. And there you're going to see some teams that are like 30, like the 10th seed is going to be like a 30, 32, 34 win team. And I think Orlando is going to be one of those teams. But that being said... I'm gonna take the over. I believe I, be, I believe in Paolo. I believe in Franz. Full season of Markel. Um, I believe cool. it. I, I believe in Anthony. Bla- I believe in Anthony Black. I think they did. I think Jet Howard is the shooter they should have drafted. That I think they should. Did I have? I, was Grady Dick already picked before? I think Grady Dick was already picked. But Jet Howard is a nice shooter out of Michigan. I think out of Michigan that they that they have in the roster. I think I think they fixed some of the problems that they do have. And I think Markel is gonna look great enough in, in a full healthy season. Wendell hopefully doesn't go. Jalen Suggs took a nice little jump with his shooting last mm. year, and he's a de- he's great defensively. Hopefully he stays healthy. If they're able to stay healthy, I think it's an over. Yeah, I think that they're going to be just around 37 wins. Um, I'll say over just for you, you, you people out there that are really high on the magic. So let's hope that they can get over because, you know, a lot of people have been singing their praises lately. And uh, uh, speaking of Mr. Grady Dick, uh, a guy who I I'm just truly believe he's Under. either going to be he's either going to be like really really good to great or he's going to be an absolute bust. Um, the Toronto Raptors under. are 36 and a half. I, I didn't need to hear it. under under. They have. There. Let me tell you this right now because I have a guy I have a guy that I'm cool with on Twitter. His name, um he has a YouTube channel. I think he has like 40k right now. One of the bigger like documentary style NBA creators named Two for One. He's a Raptors fan okay. and he loves talking about this team. I'm going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. They were struggling last year with Fred as their point guard. They have no point guard. They have no point guard. They were struggling hella hard with Pirtle at the five in the preseason. You have a full season of that, man. They have no shooting. You barely have a bench. Presses Achua is not what you think he is. People talk about Pascal, talking about three-level. He's not a three-level scorer. The man can barely shoot. Let's be real here. He's shooting sub-40% from mid-range and shooting sub-35 from three. Your only saving grace is if Scotty Barnes takes a really nice leap. And I don't. I think Scotty Barnes' growth is going to be incremental. Like, he's going to take a really l- good little jump and another good little jump. But I don't think he's going to take this gigantic leap. Under. I hear you there. I'm going to go under for the Toronto Raptors as well. Um... The guy you just named, I was just about to say something. You named, uh, you named, um, who just you named Scotty Barnes? Who you named before that? Preston Shaw, Scotty Barnes, um, Pascal, 
Pascal. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, bring up the Patrick Beverly quote. Uh, Patrick Beverly, who, who made a quote recently about saying there's no dogs on the Toronto Raptors. Like if he saw Pascal or OG in in the in a, in, a, in an alley, he wouldn't be scared. There's no dogs on it. Put the dogs in the sixes. If I saw Patrick Beverly, Joel Embiid on a dark alley, I wouldn't get scared either. Actually, never mind. Joel Embiid is seven feet. Let me not say that. <laughs> pounds, fucking mammoth of a man. Um, next up, we've got the Utah Jazz at thirty-five and a half. Under. Yeah, under. They're they're in full rebuild mode, and, and that's really just where they want to be. Uh, next is Lori on is Lori on a contract year? I don't know. I don't know. I thought they signed him. If they re-signed him, then under. If he's on a contract year, I may go deal over because he may go crazy. No, nah, I'm definitely going still under there. Uh, but next up, while Romain is uh, searching that for us, the um, Charlotte Hornets at 31 and a half. They finished 27 and 55. Oh, he's he's up for an extension. He's up for an extension. So you're going over 30, uh, 35 and a half. You think they win? 36 games or more? I mean, he's locked in. He's locked in for this year and next year, but they can't extend him at the end of this year. I think he's on a gun for an All-NBA team. Okay. And that's why. I don't think he's going to make that. Um, But uh, the 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 Charlotte uh, Hornets, where are you going? Under or over, Roman? 31. Under. Under? Under. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is, uh, I believe, LaMelo's up for his extension. And uh, like I've said, once he gets that extension, maybe a year or two in, probably just a year, and he's going to be, get me the fuck out of here. Um. Houston Rockets, 31 and a half over under. I want to believe in Houston. I really do because I love Jalen Green. I think he gets a little too much hate. He's way too young. And I think he's getting the same Anthony Evers treatment where the first, the first, um, where they just treat him like shit until they break out. And like, um, I think Dylan Brooks gets a lot more hate than he should. But Fred looks awful, dog. He really does. Fred looks bad. Um, Shangun looks. <laughs> Shangun looks a little better, but Jabari looks fantastic. Jabari and Tariq Eason and Almond Thompson, over. I'm 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 talking myself into it. I'm talking myself into it too. If they figure out earlier than later to start Amen and make Fred come off the bench, no matter how much money he's freaking making, over. Okay. Uh, 31 and a half in the West. They finished 22 and 60 last year. They've made a couple of moves. You got Ime Udoka. Can he improve them by 10 wins? Is what you're saying. No, I don't think so. I'm it's going not just improving by. I don't think improving by ten wins is the fact that you. No, that's lit. No, 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 no. When I say that, I mean they finished twenty-two wins last year. The under/over is thirty-one and a half, so they would have to hit ten. That's wins. what I'm saying. I'm that's a, but I don't think it's necessarily improving them by ten wins because it's a whole different roster. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Can those changes, Ime Udoka, and all the changes they made, can that give them ten plus wins? Oh, I thought you were just eight. talking about Ime himself. Oh, never mind. I like Ime. I thought you were just talking about the change of email alone. And no, 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 no. I was talking everything in its totality. I like email though, uh, as a coach. Um yeah, alright. Email is a good guy. Hey, listen, he was done wrong by the Boston Celtics. I actually, Ime's a, believe that. He, I think he was. He done is. Wrong. No, I agree. But he's a defensive coach. But he has no defensive players other than Dylan Brooks and D- Dylan Brooks, Tariq Eason. Actually, never mind. I was about to say he has no defensive players. But then how, how big Brooks, is uh, Tom, the Thompson guy? Thompson uh, twin. Is he was six four, six six? Six six. No, he's six six. Okay, I'm pretty sure he'll grow into his man body. Listen, like like I said before, um, and there's a thumbs up, even though I was scratching my he, you, you talk about him, you talk about growing. He's six seven, actually. He's six, okay, seven. so there you go. So, Ime Yudoka should be able to make that man uh, a, a very good defender, if not a great defender. 
You talk about a grown man body. I watch. I watch how he drives to the rim. That man is bullying some of these guys. I know. At, how much does he weigh? How much does he say he weighs? He's only two hundred. Oh yeah, so that's why I mean. He's only like two hundred. He's just man body. He just he'll be yeah. finishing. What do you think? He's probably going to grow into two twenty five, two thirty by uh prime of his career. So not two thirty. I think he. Oh. A lot of his game is predicated on. A lot of his game is predicated on his speed and quickness. So I most I think he should add probably like fifteen. 215, 220. 215, 220 um, on the high side. All right, next up, let's go. The San Antonio Spurs, Mr. Victor Wembenyama, Greg Popovich at 20. Over, and a half. over. I'm not going to lie. Over. I, 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 the, the problem with ranking San Antonio for me is I'm looking at Vic right now. I'm like, if he stays healthy this season. Yeah, now you're coming. Now you're... And his absurd level of play we've seen so far, just how good can the Spurs be? Because Devin Vassell is great. Kellen's great. Zach Collins is good. I'm going over. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit, hear you and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm fucking somewhere here. I'm in agreement with you. Um, they finished 22 and 60 last year, like the Rockets. Uh, they're not asked to up 10 plus wins. Only asked to basically win seven more games than last year. You still got Pop, who I believe is the best coach in basketball still, and uh, you got Victor, who's gonna be the consensus rookie of the year if he plays at the level and plays as many games we all expect. So I'm gonna go over 28 and a half. Next up, final three teams. We got the Detroit Pistons at 27 and a under. half. Under. Yeah, look, I have a I have a Pistons fan base, and I was talking them up Fucking a little bit, but the more I look at it, pathetic. The more I, I, they didn't have K the entire year. You're starting Killian fuck. Hayes at the one. Is still You're starting. You're starting Killian Hayes at the one. At the end of the year, they were giving James Wiseman starting minutes. Come on. Like that's expected. I love Jalen Duran. I love Cade, and I like Jalen Jaden Ivy. The rest of that roster and a sharp NSR Thompson. Be, um, what Isaiah Stewart is okay. Get? They get the second. The rest pick? of that roster can. The rest of that roster. Huh? They got the second overall pick. The Pistons. The second pick. What? When did the Pistons pick? No, they got the fourth. No, no, they got the fifth. They got the fifth. They got the fifth. They got the fifth. They got the second Thompson twin. Lows, dude. Finished 17. No, it doesn't. What? Asar's great. No, no, no. I'm saying in terms of where they lasted. because Oh, for a Yeah, because there's 17 wins. So, like, in the NFL, they would be getting the number one overall pick. 17. Yeah, it was San Antonio. They yeah, Portland 22. shouldn't have been up there. San Antonio. San Antonio, Charlotte, Portland. So Pistons would have finished with yeah. the, with the number one overall pick, and they could have had a Cade and. Victor I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad they did. Now I would not want to see Victor in that on that team. I'm not gonna Victor lie. Victor and Cade. I'd rather him in San Antonio. No, I think for for Victor, yeah, he ended up in the right place. So you're going under 27 and a half. I'm in agreement there with Detroit Pistons. They just they have been a fucking mess uh, since like what the mid mid 2000s, maybe late 2000s was their last hurrah. Um, next up, we've got the. Portland Trailblazers at 27 and a half. I'm going under. It's fuck Portland for life. And I mean that with my entire heart. Yeah, I, I hope it burns. I, I truly do. I think people are like looking at them as a Utah Jazz where they come out gunning and then they just slowly taper off the year. I hope they just suck for the entire year. Um, I want, I have, I have absolutely zero, and I mean zero, zero belief in DeAndre Ayton. Like absolutely none. And I hope that's and I, I, I hope it's, I and I want it to stay that way. I've fallen off on him. I've fallen off on him. Yep. Yeah, and I, it's gonna stay. It's gonna stay that way. And I truly, truly, truly hope nothing but the worst for that franchise. Yes, yes, I am in agreement there. It is truly barring nothing but the worst, barring any health things. I want everybody <laughs> to stay healthy, but they. Oh, yeah, I want yeah. everybody to stay healthy. I want them to still suck, 
That's and I want to scoot Anthony. I want to. I want to scoot Anthony and Shaden Sharp to find the way out of that franchise. Oh, they're probably gonna leave. They're gonna leave. They're gonna leave. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is truly fuck Portland for life. Um. And that is full Miami Heat bias. I. I, I don't really care. I don't care. That I just really mean that. Um. Last. That has nothing to do with your fan base. It's literally just your GM. Fuck Joe Cronin. Yeah, it is. It is Joe Cronin too. Uh, at, at the absolute core. Um. Because he fucked. He fucked you guys on getting. Uh, what we were going to offer you, which would have been at most at least three first round picks, and ruined a chance of Damian Lillard ever coming back to Portland. Because I don't think that I don't think that I don't think they really care about the fact because they have DeAndre Ayton now and they and all of that, and they're probably going to get a nice little return from Malcolm Brogdon if they decide to trade him, which is cool. Still, if he can, healthy, if he can pass a physical. I no, I think one thousand percent. I think they made the right decision in trading him to the Bucks specifically because I think they got more outside of Drew than what they would have gotten outside of trading Tyler. Still fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Um, last team, Washington Wizards, 23 and a half. Under. Jordan Poole is going to have a crazy party, but under. Yeah, I mean, do you? I don't know if you already saw the clip. I forget uh, the, his teammate's name. I think it was Adja. Danny Abdia. Yeah, Abdia. Abdia. Uh, the weird last. Apologies. Um, his first name is David, right? Danny. Danny? Okay, I'm just calling him Danny. Um, Dan- D-E-N-I, I think. Danny. Apologies, um, you already saw him. I don't know if you saw the clip of him while Jordan Poole like jacked up a shot or whatever it was already basically. I don't know why. Da- I don't know why he's getting mad because Danny, uh, he's like a twenty. Because he's a teammate, and it's like, yo, like let's play some bad. Like we're you weren't getting the ball when Beal was here. Why the fuck do you care when Jordan's here? <laughs> I'm just saying it's just not a good look. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good look. I feel like we're we're probably in more for that. But now when he looked at him and laughed and said, "Nah, nigga, you good?" I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going under as well. Uh, Jordan Poole, like I said, is probably going to go crazy, but uh, definitely under. Um, let's see. What, what else do you want to um, – we've gone pretty long today. Do you want to wrap it up, Romain, or – got a basketball game is, coming What on? else is on the – yeah, the game is about to come on, but what's on Well, the we got – like, Oh, the clay, the clay thing. The clay, oh, the clay thing clay? is one – yeah, the one All thing right. I want to talk about the clay thing is specifically you because I got a gripe with you. I got to grab with you. All offseason, we were talking about this whole, who do you pick between Clay or Jordan Poole shit. Now they didn't want to extend that nigga. They don't yeah. want to extend him. Yeah. The whole point of getting rid of Jordan is just to appease Draymond. That, yeah. And we, we we heard everything that happened. Jordan got the studio end of the stick. Because all he was doing was talking trash, just like Draymond did. And Draymond yeah. brought shit that was happening at his house to practice to punch that nigga. And completely destroyed their relationship. Steve Kerr had... Them try to repair it, and Draymond's like, No, I don't want to fucking do it because he want to be a big ass freaking baby as yeah. a grown ass fucking man. Yeah. Hell no, the yeah. wars did him dirty, so freaking dirty, <laughs> and that is why I hope Clay leaves. I hope Clay, le- I hope he gets a bag somewhere, and I hope we watch the demise of that freaking franchise because we watched them, baby freaking Draymond. Watch him send KD out the door now, watch him send Jordan out the door, and now Clay's gonna get screwed over because they. Cause Draymond, cause Draymond's ass needs to get paid. No, <laughs> fuck that entire franchise. So is that, you just wanted to make that statement. There was I, no question. I was out the whole summer. I was. Um, I've been on Jordan Poole's the whole since this incident happened. I'm like, no matter what he, there's no way he said anything so crazy in practice for Draymond to steal off on him like that. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. And for the entire season. For him to be getting as much slack, especially for the playoff performance and all the things did when all those things internally was happening with this team, and for him to be the scapegoat, get sent away for a 38-year-old CP3, that's some bullshit, and they know it. Okay. 
I mean, I hear you. Is there anything you you said directed at me? So you just wanted to make a statement? That's it? No, no, no. That's directed at you because you were on their side, especially with the no, whole no, clay no, thing, no. picking more. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's and like, and was... overall, to anybody that was on, that was talking shit, that was on, that wasn't on Jordan's side. I immediately oh. knew Draymond. Draymond's been the problem way too many times for this being the one time he wasn't the problem. I, I don't think I ever said that. My whole thing was. If we're going, if we're going, and that's my whole point was you guys were trying to make it a Clay and Jordan. Like, who do you get rid of? When I don't know where you guys were bringing Clay into this because Clay should have never been brought into this drama. It was always Dre and Jordan. And if that was the case, who are we going to pick? It's obviously going to be Draymond Green because he's more important and impactful and valuable to the franchise and to the dynasty and to the team Hello? than Jordan Poole. That was my whole point. That was my whole point. So I, 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 you know, came at me. It's okay, Mr. Clay Thompson. I love Clay still. I hope he gets his money. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Clay Thompson uh, and the Golden State Warriors figure it out and uh, and uh, uh, meet. I wouldn't be surprised too. But whenever I see teams like that do people do people that freaking dirty, and I shouldn't really be saying this because we kind of did way dirty that <laughs> a little bit, but we were paying that relationship we were, we repaired our relationship we did yeah, that yeah. and he got us jimmy so i'm we okay so it. we repaired it but we didn't repair it enough where he should his ownership should be not should not be in utah it should be with the miami heat i think he was just getting a bigger percentage in utah which is i feel like it had more to do and i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken he kind of alluded to it but not really um in one interview i think it was with shannon sharp on, on the club shay shay podcast shout out club shay shay um where he was like, you know, something business-wise, things were not healthy with the Miami Heat still, and that's why. Because I'm pretty I'm – if I'm not mistaken, Shannon asked him, why are you not – you know, your owner in Utah, you would think Dwayne Wade, Wade County, you would be. And he was like yeah, – yeah, I'm remembering now. It was like, you know, business things were severed in that and relationships were burned uh, for Miami. So he should have been uh, a Miami Heat uh, part owner or whatever the case may be, but – you know, we made a decision ten million dollars. Hassan Hassan Whiteside, I believe it was, right? Oh no, Hassan, Hassan Whiteside said, I, said he would give up some money, right? He would have taken a pay. Has, yeah, he said he would. No, no, no. They they they, they, they did, right? Yeah, they, they didn't want to pay him, and then after after the fact, Hassan was like, "Wait, we didn't get the back. I would have taken less money. What?" <laughs> hey, Pat Riley, man, it's the Godfather for a reason. It was. I, I'm not going even going lie. It probably isn't Pat anymore. It's probably we. From what we've been hearing this season, it's all Mickey. Mickey. The guy Mickey Harrison, the owner. Doors, yeah. I love Pat though. Um, but yeah, that that's gonna wrap up uh, episode 136. We'll get to some uh, other things later. The NBA possibly expanding, um, uh, the play-in and in, in-season tournament. We could talk about that more as the season uh, progresses because that's gonna be coming upon us very shortly. It's in November, if I'm not mistaken. The in-season tournament starts. So, uh, but that's gonna wrap up episode 136 of the Wise Guys podcast. If you guys have stayed this long, we thank you very much. And please give us a thumbs up if you liked it. Subscribe if you're new. Share the content and. Uh, Go follow us on our, our own po- personal social media uh, accounts. Links are in the description. Go follow the Wise Guys on their social media accounts. And go subscribe to Romaine's channel, FLB. Link is in the description. Everything is in the description for ya. Um, comment along with us and tell us what you guys thought of all the uh, topics we discussed today. Who are your finals predictions this upcoming year? We have got, in a probably T-minus like 10 minutes, the Lakers taking on the Nuggets. Um it's going to be exciting. Tip-off is happening. Basketball season is upon us. We are in the middle of football season. MMA is getting big. Boxing matches this Saturday. Big Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. 
but Ivan Brennan, and I will see you guys all Friday morning uh, talking football with you guys. But Ivan Brennan Capazello, that was Romaine Davis, FLB. And we are Audi 3 Dowdy. Mate, it's gay.